another episode of the bench mob e-n-t follow the page on instagram make sure you subscribe on youtube click the notifications button have that bell ring a ding 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 so you know anytime we posting content rate us five stars and leave a review on all streaming platforms man we just trying to grow like you try and grow in life you feel me we got greg mr hot takes debates your mother sends me how are you doing on this fine night Doing good, bro. I'm doing good. I'm ready. I'm ready to get into it. The NFL's going crazy right now, so going wild. CJ Money Bags, how you doing? Doing good, man. You know, you know my Bengals. You know, still got that quarterback for life. So we not we not worried like some of these other teams that are looking for their their forever quarterback. But we we about to get into it. It took, it took all of 20 seconds to do the Bengals. Mention the Bengals <laughs> yes, on the show. Sir. Speaking of, it's been a lot of the. It's been really quarterback movement. You know, obviously some draft picks and some different players got traded in the mix. But starting off, before we even talk about the trades, one of the things that happened that's huge, which I think was the domino effect for everything to start happening, Aaron Rodgers comes back to Green Bay. It was rumored, all these other teams, that was a possibility. Is he going to San Fran? Is it the Colts? Is it Broncos? Nope, my man. It's playing games, leverage to get more of a bag. We're talking about $153 million guaranteed. Mm. We don't know the full details on it because he came out right afterwards and refuted the amount. But it's said at least $153 million guaranteed. They signed back Devontae Adams. We put him on the franchise tag. Where does this put Green Bay? What does this mean for Aaron Rodgers? Is this a Super Bowl bust year for him? Because you're back. You're going to have your boy Devontae Adams back. You pretty much got the whole band back together. They did not produce last year. They didn't produce the year before that. You got back-to-back MVPs. You got your money now. Is this Super Bowl bust? Do we, you got your money now. Let's start from the beginning, right? Because isn't it crazy, like, because in the summer, we was talking about something completely different, right? We was talking about, is he even going to, play the season with Green Bay, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. he dragged that whole situation out, made a big deal about it just to come back right before training camp, play, mm-hmm. whatever have you, right? Had a great season, won 13 games, cool. Same situation happens where he leaves it up in the air with his future with Green Bay, mm-hmm. saying he'll make a decision before free agency. He honored that. He made a decision before free agency happened. Mm-hmm. But – at some point, do we hold Aaron Rodgers accountable and, you know, for, for dragging all this out and creating drama? Do you think at, at one point, like, he knew he was coming back to Green Bay regardless? Uh, 
I think I think so. I think he knew he wasn't planning on going anywhere, and he did the same this year. I think he was doing it. One, last year, I think it was on the simple fact of I would just want my respect and I'm going to hold mm. the organization by the balls and y'all going to do what I say. Yeah. yeah. This year, it was he had he was not going nowhere. I think it was literally I'm going to put y'all on the hot seat, make y'all nervous. See, I ain't got no choice. We're going to have to get this man whatever he wants. Give yeah. him the big bag. So I think I agree that once he retires, he's definitely going to have a great career in the media because he's doing a great job of puppeteering the strings to get whatever he wants he's done in the last two years yeah i think i think for aaron Rodgers, i mean obviously we know he's a first ballot hall of famer but to answer your question about is this super bowl or bust year i mean it is you're you're the highest paid player in nfl history now as it stands right now Mm -hmm. obviously he he reset the market for for quarterbacks now oh yeah for other quarterbacks that still need to get paid but um in his situation for as much drama, I'm gonna use that word. For as mm-hmm. much drama as you brought to the organization in the off season and during this season with the vaccination and all that, mm-hmm. and and now leaving the decision up in the air, you've had so much attention around you and around this organization that it's time to show up. You better produce. You are one in four in NFC Championship games, mm-hmm. and you are eleven in in ten in in the playoffs. Yes, sir. And you haven't won a Super Bowl in eleven years. Now, with that being said, he has won a Super Bowl, but at the end of the day, he also shown us that he still has a lot left in the tank, and that he's still one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game. Mm-hmm. So there is no excuses now because you're keeping Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. You have two great running backs in AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. You got cornerbacks. You got a solid offensive line. David mm-hmm. Bakhtiari is coming back. He only played – I'm not even sure if he made it back last season. He was injured for most seasons. Mm-hmm. Not sure if he made it back in mm-hmm. the playoffs. But there's no excuses at this point. And, and there wasn't excuses. You know, they shouldn't have lost to the 49ers. It was a special teams that, that got them and things like that. But, you know, they scored on, on the first drive and it didn't score, again, the rest of the game. But at the end of the day, you were the highest paid player in the NFL – in NFL history. Yep. And – you still showing us you you just signed a big contract. You got a lot left in the tank. You need to show up. Touching on that special teams thing, right, Greg? So he now is the highest paid player in NFL history. The Packers, even before signing this deal, were, I believe, under $23, 24000000 million under the cap, over the cap. Mm-hmm. Signing this deal, they say it helps, but they're still over the cap. 45 million over the cap. What we you know, we, we throw out the special teams, you throw out there some flaws in other parts of the team. Does this even give the Packers any room to make any other adjustments to this roster? And you can always get underneath the cap. I think a lot of these teams have a, have an easier time getting under the cap now just because of the way, you know, teams can restructure contracts, give guys more guaranteed money and all that stuff. I think the cap hit on, on his contract isn't even that high because they gave him a lot of guaranteed money. That's the way they kind of toy around with the system. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're a team that – when there are Super Bowl rosters. When you're a Super Bowl roster, you kind of expect to be over the cap anyways to begin with because mm-hmm. you have a lot of really good players in your team that you probably already got to pay. A lot of good free agents. I think they release. They're going to release Sedarius Smith. I saw that's a rumor out there because they're trying to get under, like or at least just get lower, so mm-hmm. they can make some of those moves on the fringes and and afford their draft class. I'm sure they're going to draft some offensive players, some wide receivers. I'm sure he came back 
with that uh, like an, uns- an unspoken contingency Cabia, yeah yeah with his um negotiations and everything like that you know like you said he had a, he had him by the balls and i'm sure that was one of the things that he was out there trying to negotiate getting more offensive weapons because that's always been a problem in green bay you know i mean Devonte um adams broke out and everything like that but he wasn't a high draft pick they have they have never really i don't i don't think they ever have gone first round wide receiver that's not a thing that they do um so there's that. And also when you're Aaron Rodgers, by the way, or you're a great, great, all-time great athlete, the expectation's always championship. It, it, your expectation's always here. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why. As it should be. Right. It's the reason why when you're a Hall of Fame athlete, like everyone holds you to a high a high pedestal and holds you to a high, um, just high standards, right? right? Like that's the reason why we're talking about Westbrook and his issues with the, with the Lakers. It's no different. Everyone, The reason why he, we even talk about him is because he plays for – the franchise in sports, one of the franchises in sports, the one of the gold standard well, I franchises. Told y'all last week, and also right, just up here, and then also the fact that it's him. He's had a great, he's had a great career. No matter what you think about him, he's had a great career, and you hold him to that standard. It's no different. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers crapped the bed last year against the 49ers in the um, in the playoffs. Right, not too long. It's it's still fresh in our minds. Yes, sir. They didn't put up any points. They only scored. They only scored six. He has to hold. He has to hold that. He has to hold that L. So. When you and everyone was talking about him, everyone was talking bad about him because that's not the expectation for him. That's not what they, that's not the bar he set for himself throughout his career. So to the, to that point, you know, every year is a championship year when you're LeBron, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, you know, and the list goes on and so forth, right? So you know, it. it, it but the, with the cap situation, I think that they can just get flexible enough to afford their draft class, and you can get better in this draft. A lot of good wide receivers, a lot of good edge talent. They can get a lot better in the draft coming up. And they will. They'll get better on around the edges of the line of the roster, and we'll see what they can do. The NFC East just got—I mean, the NFC, the NFC East, the NFC altogether just mm-hmm. got a lot weaker to <laughs> yesterday. So there's a, there's a good chance for them they can for them to get better. What happens to Jordan Love? He's got to go. He, he I, go. I think he stays. I think he's there's. You're not. I wouldn't be in a rush to move him. Well, I mean, yeah, there's talks. They, it came out a report saying that they're not looking to trade Jordan Love, but. The thing about that is, if if you keep Jordan Love, you have you have a decent backup quarterback for for Aaron Rodgers if he does go down, and you have someone that knows the system already that can come in and, and start with no issues, right? Obviously, he struggled last year, Week Nine, when he played against the Chiefs, and he didn't look like ready to be the starter of the team, which mm-hmm. is fine because he's he's not the starter now. But for Jordan Love, if if I'm there, I want out because at the end of the day, I'm going into the last year of my my rookie contract. Mm-hmm. And for every year that I'm not playing, I'm losing value. I understand. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, his chances to for being a starter in this league are going to be limited because he's not getting the playing time. He's not getting the reps. He's not getting able to make mistakes to grow. Mm-hmm. Right? You're, you're, you're practicing. Cool. You're practicing in a system. Mm-hmm. And, and probably when you're practicing, you're the scout team. You know? So you're not even running your own plays half the time. Uh, but – I, I think I, he I think he needs to just pump the brakes and I mean the person that he's backing up went through the same thing essentially. Aaron Rodgers sat three years behind Brett Favre. I think he needs to sit behind A Rod, get as much as he can to learn, soak everything up, and then what is it? Another three, four years? A Rod supposed to be four, there? Four years. Another four years. I think that's too long, bro. It's not even that. He, he didn't I think do he, well in his dress rehearsal. That's what I'm saying. I think you sit down, <laughs> soak everything up, soak your knowledge up, and then let's see in a year or two, you try to get out. I don't even think he has the leverage to do that until you put good things on tape. 
He in his dress rehearsal, they didn't they didn't look great when he played. I don't against think the Chiefs. he had, he don't have a leverage, but in a year or two, A Rod still balling. His contract, you're in love, will yeah. be be done. He's still but, but young. That, that, that's he's thing, still though. young. They're going to give him a chance in a year or two because he's still young and the potential, the upside, what possibly could happen. They'll we see it all the time in NFL where it's like, all right, this person sat behind Aaron Rodgers. We saw him in a little bit in preseason. With how the Packers are, and you mentioned the weakness of the NFC, they're they're definitely each year guaranteed in that division alone five wins because you might split with the Vikings. So five wins in that division, you're probably going to end up winning at least 10 to 11 games. So one of those games, probably just off the simple fact that you might want to rest your starters, Jordan Love gets to play for the next two years, at least two, three games, right? Do well in those games, and then you could probably go somewhere else and get a starting job because you're still young. Mm-hmm. That's what I think he should do. Yeah. I think I think they'll keep him this year and maybe look to move him next year. But if if they can get something for him for moving him this year, and with if it's enough picks, I say you do it. But I, you're not you're getting extremely low value. Like I said, I think the biggest problem with this is he would have a lot more. It's not leverage might not even be the right right word because for all we know, Jordan Love has no interest in even being moved or leaving. But just there's just no value. What's the value? He's a good. He's he was a. He was a guy that people didn't even love coming out of college that much. He was just a really talented but raw quarterback coming mm-hmm. out that they saw talked about. I don't, I don't want to perpetuate that stereotype about black quarterbacks, but that's what that that, that was the word in this tr- on the streets. Yeah. So you know, like, and, and when he's played, he hasn't looked amazing. It isn't like the offense has functioned at an extremely high level, or it's not like it didn't miss a beat when Aaron Rodgers was out. So. Yo, man, just t- take notes, continue to learn from Aaron Rodgers. It's a good situation. And if he wants out after the- – they might pick up his fifth-year option. You never know. I think with the way this team is built and the fact – and we're talking about cap issues, they probably won't. So this is all a mute point. You only have a year or two left there. Maybe mm-hmm. I-, I don't know the exact year he's on uh, since he's been drafted. But, you know, you-, you do that, and then eventually you hit free agency and you take a deal to go somewhere else to a QB needy team. If there is one left at that point, we'll see. And there always is. So yeah, there always there is. always is. There's always teams is, in the uh, he's market. Going into yeah. the fourth year, so the last year of his, his contract. What happened? He's going into the, his fourth year. Uh, okay, so then yeah, this yeah. is the last year, unless they they pick that fifth year option up, which I think they'd have to do now. Yeah. Or really soon. So uh, if they haven't at this point, I think they have to. I think they have until May. Then you you ride it out, learn from Aaron yeah, Rodgers another year. That's what I say. A year or two. He'll probably be gone. A Rod's not going nowhere anytime soon. So, God forbid, barring injury, you're not. You like I said, you're gonna play one or two games probably every year. If they maybe if they clinch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And in, in this in the NFC, that's a possibility that, which is why it was a smart decision by Aaron Rodgers. You get five wins guaranteed that you own the you own the Lions, you own the Bears. And the Vikings, because of Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, they might they might get one game on you. Mm-hmm. That's five guaranteed wins in the NFC. All you then got to do is beat up on the rest of the, the whack NFC, whereas what, maybe one or two other contenders in the NFC? Yeah. And speaking of the weakness of the NFC, Carson Wentz is back. He's in the NFC East, one of the weakest divisions in the NFL, as we know. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz gets traded for two third-round picks. I want to ask when it comes to this this situation. He's on the Washington Commanders now. Is this a situation where he's a bridge quarterback, or is this their quarterback of the future? I think they're looking at it like it's their quarterback for the future because it's a big upgrade from who is in the spot. Heineke. It was a big up. Yeah, it's a big upgrade from from Heineke. 
Carson Wentz was on a Super Bowl winning team in 2017. He played most of that year, helped the team get to the playoffs. He didn't win the Super Bowl because he was obviously injured. But at, at one point, Carson Wentz was a, a pretty decent quarterback. And obviously he's had, you know, not the best past few years, but this past year he's, he played pretty well at times. But there was also times where he, he played, you know, not so well, made some poor decisions. But uh, at the end of the day, Carson Wentz still shown that he has something left in the tank. And with, with, the, with the market right now for, for quarterbacks, me personally, I'm not sure if this was uh, too premature of a decision. You know, I, I don't know if I would have gone after Carson Wentz when, when some other quarterbacks are still out there like Garoppolo. Looking at the roster too, I would say more so, tell me what y'all think about this. So they still have Fitzpatrick on roster, Heineke, is he is he that's, that's what I'm saying. Is he a guaranteed guaranteed slot for starter? Because Fitzpatrick had this might be the year, you know, every other year he, he played well. This might be the year that he played well. I don't think you give up multiple picks for him not to come in and beat the starter. I don't think they're keeping all three of those quarterbacks either. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that, that's necessarily gonna happen. Keep, I think you keep Heineke and, and maybe they, they have a little quarterback battle if if it comes to that, but Heineke will probably be the backup and I don't probably be out. I, I I I thought this move was I took this I took this totally different. I thought that he was they bring him brought him in, bridge quarterback, get me through the next two years because we don't know if we, we have a quarterback in this class we like a lot, but maybe there is and we just don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. they maybe they fall in love with Desmond Ritter late, maybe they fall with love in love with one of these guys, Howell, I don't know. But What's their if, if they don't, I think they're like I don't know, they're like ten or eleven. You I, can't I pick it? they're uh yeah, I think they're eleven actually. They're definitely eleven and tonal fact check me, but I think they are. Um, Pickett, Pickett has been uh, is a guy that they have been linked to before in the past on a lot of these, a lot of these mock drafts. So I, I just thought I just thought he was a bridge guy, and and Carson can be your bridge guy. That's fine. I mean, I, if the Colts had that plan, <laughs> you know, it would have been okay. But the thing that worries me, um, first of all, I, so I definitely think he's a bridge guy. But the thing that worries me the most about Carson Wentz is the reports coming out of uh, Indianapolis that there were issues behind the scenes. The fact that he wasn't taking well to bad coat to to, uh, to um harsh coaching and to, to take constructive well. criticism yeah, constructive you know football <laughs> <Ain't nothing good. laughs> it was cursing them out but he couldn't take hard coaching he couldn't you know he he was his leadership style was questioned mm-hmm. right numerous times and, when he was in Philly too. right so when you hear that twice and you bring him into your organization you trade third round picks for him a team that listen you could use those picks all right let's not act like the 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 the, the commanders are are, are a uh a, a crazy and well-built team of you know they're I, a I terribly run organization they're a terribly run organization to begin so with they deserve this anyway You're right so yeah it's not a great decision to bring this guy in when there are questions about the intangibles there are questions about the tangibles and the intangibles seems like a bad investment to me i don't understand it but because you know like the guys don't throw picks we already know that the guy's mechanics break down throughout the year we already know that he gets real jumpy in the prop in the pocket when there's pressure we already know that as well so when you're talking about a guy who has issues with leadership at the same time and at the most important position probably right in all i mean sports come on he's the face of your franchise that is seems like a gross mistake to me and the fact that the colts got anything for him anything i was i was questioning whether whether they're going to get anything and washington and washington is paying all yeah. of his contracts so the colts win okay long story here the colts because the colts are going to go words of Rashad, who commented on the post, who is a Colts fan, he he said, "Thank y'all suckers, cause y'all went and paid all of the contract for Carson Wentz." In this situation, too, one of the people that I feel bad for because he's been going through this probably for 
safe to say all his career, you have a possible possible stud in Terry McLaurin, and he does not, he has not been afforded an actual legitimate quarterback. Yeah. Carson Wentz now. In and out the lineup, Fitzpatrick, in and out the lineup, Heineke. He has not, and he still is putting up some good numbers, but imagine if he had an elite quarterback. Imagine if he was able to play with a Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. He was able to play with a Josh Allen. Or just a simple Dak Prescott. Good. I'm glad you said simple, too. (laughs) (laughs) Call it it like it is. Just a simple Dak Prescott who can can get you the ball. Look, man, at the end of the day, I'm I'm relieved. All right. Selfishly, as a Giants fan, I had had some fears they were going to land a big fish. I, I, I was skeptical. But when that when that the Russell Wilson domino fell, and no, we'll talk about it. When that domino fell, and they ended up taking, I, I was shocked. They took Carson Wentz. Well, you take your chances with a young QB, and you take your chances with it. And, and and that's why I think everyone's wrong. I saw a mock draft where they said, "Oh, they're going to take uh, Devin Lloyd, the linebacker, to continue to build up their defense because they have their quarterback now." No, no, no. I think they're going to go after a QB, I, unless there's a guy, unless they really just don't like this class. I think, and, or unless they know they can't get Malik Willis and they love Malik Willis and they can't get him. And they, they were not willing to trade up. Fine. But I, I'm, I still am of the belief that they're going to go after their young QB. And this guy is just their bridge. I don't think you can bet all your chips on Carson Wentz. What about his tape in his film for the last for the last three years has told you that this is a bet all your chips on this guy type of guy. Like, it, it's just he's not that type of player anymore uh, at all. I don't think they're trading up. If, if they, they have the play. 11th, by the way. They have the eleven thousand the money with it. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I'm locked into this draft stuff. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, look, I would love for them to trade up because the ammo you have to give up the first round. If you have to give up some first rounders, yeah. you know, and and I'm I'm with that. You know, I want to trade down as, as a Giants fan. That's my thing. I want to. I I need to trade down. But you know, at the end of the day, if they don't, there still will be quarterbacks available at that point. It's just a matter of whether or not they want to do that at this time. And if it's not this year, it's next year. So you at least Carson Wentz buys you some time in the QB position. He just buys you time. He's a Band-Aid. Carson Wentz is a Band-Aid. <laughs> what the Colts are going to do. So you got rid of Carson Wentz. You got the Colts roster is set up to be, I guess you could say they're one of those teams where you think if they have a, a good enough quarterback, they should make a deep playoff run. They played well. The defense did well. You had Jonathan Taylor doing his thing. What do the Colts do? Who should they pursue in regards of their starting quarterback? They don't need a bridge. They don't need to reset. Their team is kind of ready right now. Jimmy G. Because Jimmy G's not going to be the one where all the pressure is put on him, where he's throwing the ball a ton to, to win you the game. It's the perfect system for him if he goes to a team like the Colts where Jonathan Taylor is taking the load of everything and you just need Jimmy G to be Jimmy G and complete some passes down the field, mm-hmm. which he can do. We've all seen it. Uh, that's his game. And, you know, he doesn't need all that pressure on him to, to drive down the field and, you know, throw the winning touchdown pass when you got a back like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, there's reports coming out now that, that they're uh, interested in Jimmy Garoppolo, but you, mm-hmm. you also mentioned that the Saints were interested in him as well. So um, he's, he's probably the hottest quarterback available right now that's, that's going to be on the market. Jimmy G being the highest quarterback available is just so funny. But I mean, obviously, as of now, that the yeah, no, 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 and you're absolutely you're right. Yeah. I'm just, I'm laughing at the fact that that's the case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yo, they they'll, they'll probably give, they've been linked to Jimmy G. If you're if you're listening to the podcast at that point, when you, by the time you're listening to this, you've probably heard the rumors that the Colts are probably turning their attention to Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fine, all good and dandy. I, I think Jimmy G is a Jimmy uh, Jimmy G is a 
bridge quarterback as well. But he's a high, he's an upper echelon one that can get you to a Super Bowl with a team that's ready, ready made like the Colts are. So you and do yes, have a chance. You have to be concerned with him though when it comes to playoff time. If you need him to make those big time throws, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where it's concerned. So I feel it's like all right between he's obviously an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Yes, you also got to be concerned with him for the fact that the past two years he's had a lot of injuries. Yeah. He's, Torn ACL, and then what was it last year? He, he rehabbing from an ankle mm-hmm. with that with that uh, old line though. Missing, yeah, just with that old line and that yeah. run game, you you have a chance to to make a nice little run with a guy like him because he's not going to make the the killer mistake. As long as you're not putting him in, in too many positions to do to make those mistakes, you're not playing from behind too much. And when J, with JT and you got that Quentin Nelson and that old line as great as they are, you have a chance to just kind of let him manage the game, which is what he's really good at. In the playoffs, you're, not, you're, you're probably going to lose the big one because he has to make a play. And that's fine and all day. You want to get there. Last year, you didn't get there. You didn't have, you didn't have the QB play to even get yeah. there. So for, for the Colts, Jimmy G is, a, is, a, is an upgrade. Un, un, undeniably so. I think any Colts fan would tell you that um, as well. well like they, is that, is it still a bridge? It's still a bridge, That's though. not the answer. It's not the answer. You're going to have to look in the draft to find your guy. I think every team's kind of in that market. A lot of teams are, and the Colts are no different. The only difference to sit with them is they're they're a team that is ready made to compete right now. What, what happens? Right now. What happens if they don't get Jimmy G? Let's say somebody else swoops him up before. Then then what are their options? Winston and 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 Trubisky. It's actually get real ugly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Brissett coming back, coming back. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, it, it starts if that, Tyrod. If that happens, they really drop the ball. Yeah, you this, can't right? miss on this now. Because because honestly, I think. For what you got for Carson Wentz, right? And the fact that the commanders actually decided to do the trade. They could have done this. It's kind of like we alluded to already. Sometimes when you want to move on from a situation that's so bad, you rush it Mm -hmm. and you don't have a backup plan. Yeah. That's a great question because what if they don't get him? What's your next best option? Well, I also, I want to I want to correct an error real quick too. The the prize on the market right now is Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Considering you know after Friday, after maybe after his case clears up, yeah, we gotta wait to find gotta that wait to out. find out. But teams are salivating over the idea of getting him, and he is the prize in the market. Now maybe you could say, all right, by the time they miss on Garoppolo, I think Garoppolo's gonna get traded there, traded somewhere pretty soon, right. pretty soon. Next couple of days, we'll hear about that. So if you guys miss on him, and the you know on Friday things bear out for Deshaun. You you put an offer in for him and hope for the best. But if you come up with no quarterback, if you don't come up with, with Deshaun Watson or Jimmy G for the Colts by the end of this week, you're you've lost. That yeah. is a big L. With that roster too, it, somebody yeah. somebody that got to get the pink slip. Yeah, somebody got to get the pink slip. Yeah, for sure. It's crazy too because they uh, we we just talked about the line a little bit. The Colts offensive line, their Pro Bowl left tackle is going into free agency. Eric, Eric Fisher. They're not resigning him. So. Mm-hmm. They better have a backup plan for him as well, too. By the way, so I know y'all, y'all pay attention. You just saw, you just oh saw, you just saw Greg make a face. We're live watching. When y'all see this, it already had happened. But we're live watching the Lakers Rockets game, and the yeah, we've we had a whole episode about it. We already talked about how bad the Lakers are. It's just even more hilarious. It's over, bro in person watching again like the rockets look like a playoff team the lakers really really suck 
Just, it's really bad. Jalen Green's having the best game of his life, and I think that you're counting the AAU days, like the the prolific pep prep days. He's, He's playing the best game of his life against Lakers right now, killing them, talk, throwing up gang signs. You know, even talking in the game, crazy talking about. I'm back in, in three minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> I have him in fantasy, by the way. He's going crazy for me, so the I can appreciate that. This. Y'all even ended up going into OT with him in a situation where y'all need to win every single game. That just says. This team is broken. Let, and LeBron is tired. Let, let LeBron is tired. You can see LeBron's fatigue watching this game. Tired. He looks exhausted. Look at him. At this point, and we want to talk about because the biggest, I think the biggest part of everything that's happened this week is Russell Wilson trade. Before we even talk about that, right? Would you, if you're Bron, would you consider Sitting out. No. Bad knee he's already mentioned. Unless you're hurting really bad. Bad knee he's already mentioned. And not after this game, but you get to a point where y'all mathematically are not. Mm. Oh, no. I'm chasing Kareem, so no. You will have all next season. Yeah. But you got a bad knee you anyway. Wanna, you don't want to cut too close. Like, if you can get, you know, 15, 20 points in a game, you go in there and get it. Chase Kareem, man. That's your, cha- that's your next championship at this point. Chase Kareem. How many points is he bought? Only a thousand, thousand or so. He's Was not he far. Going, he gonna get that he'll, next he, year. He'll he, get yeah, he's still get it. He's, he's, get he's going year. to get it. It's gonna happen. But you're um, saying cut into it now. Cut into, keep cutting into that, man. I'd say tomorrow's not promised. I'd say be careful though. In that, in that regard too, we saw that same thing with the Kobe team, where they just was terrible, and Kobe had to literally drop 40, 35 every single night for them to actually yeah, get right. to the playoffs. They get into the playoffs, they lose in the first round, but. He was playing, he was leading at that age, he was leading the league in minutes, and we saw that actually take a toll because he got the Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. And then everything went downhill for those last couple years of his career. Mm-hmm. I would just say, if I'm in the camp with Braun, look. You may you may you may very well get shut down. He may that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like he may very for, well get shut down. No, no, no. He won't get shut down. He will shut, yeah, he, right. He's yeah, that dude. He's that dude. He will get shut. He, he, you know, he will shut it down. He will shut yeah. it down. I Rick. think he, I think you, you can be, be rich. Be very cautious because y'all, I, even if y'all get into the playoffs, y'all struggle with the Rockets. Yeah. You're not gonna do nothing in the playoffs. Yeah, 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 not y'all not gonna do nothing. I don't care if Anthony Davis comes back. Y'all not gonna do nothing to play. Y'all don't play defense. No, y'all really don't play defense. Ray Charles will go out there and play better defense than they play. <laughs> just, just let it rock. Just let it rock. I mean, he played. He played amazing today. I hate, I hate that. They should be interviewing Josh Christopher because he was the reason why. He had thirty in the first half. Yeah, in the first ball. half, Josh Christopher has been better than uh, Jalen Green so far this season. Facts. So, facts. I think, and Josh Christopher has imp- improved jump shot. He, I don't know. I just like Josh Christopher more, even on the personality aspect. Josh Christopher just gets to work. Jalen Green be doing a little bit too much talking and isn't backing it up. Talk, that's no problem, but he ain't been backing it up. So. I'm rock Jay Gay Jay Gup. That's 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 his Instagram name. Jay Gup. Jay Gup. Yeah, yeah, I'm rocking with Jay Gup. <laughs> Russell Wilson now is in the Mile High City. He's on Denver. It's funny. We all heard the reports. Him, Pete Carroll, talking about he wasn't getting traded. He was going to finish in Seattle. You got jokers dancing in that <laughs> ugly. That, on, that ugly behind suit. That, out, that ugly behind suit, bro. Calvin Murphy. Yo, Calvin. Char- Charlie Murphy. <laughs> By the way, again, we, we're watching Calvin Murphy the, on the, the Rockets 
one of the Rockets analysts, he's dancing with this ugly behind suede suit. So that was a complete sidebar. But you got a dragon on the suit. <laughs> <laughs> he must he must be the uh Walt Clyde Frazier over there in uh yeah. Houston. Clyde ain't wore nothing like that before. Clyde be dressing with some wild stuff. Young. Clyde be dressing with some wild stuff. Speaking of that, that orange, Russ is in Denver now. We all knew it was he was gonna get traded. He went about it the right way. Kept his mouth shut. Kept his mouth shut. They did stuff behind behind the doors. We worked out the trade. You no, know he's a god fearer man. No, he ain't gonna say nothing. He went. He went different with everything. So he's in. He's in Denver now, right? The Seahawks. They got you know twenty. They 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 got a lot, man. So the Broncos, obviously, you know, they got Russell Wilson and a twenty. 22 fourth round pick. The Broncos get Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, a 2022 first round pick, a 2022 second round pick, a 2022 fifth round pick, 2023 first round and second round pick. When we look at this trade, who's the winner in this trade? You can't say it's anybody other than the Broncos. The Broncos are the winner. I mean, you Russell Wilson is an amazing player. He's an amazing player. All this, I know there's been a lot of criticism of Russell Wilson over the last couple of years because the playoff wins haven't been there. But you got to think about the roster construction. The offensive line has been a problem since he's since the Legion of Boom days, right? I think I think that's probably the last time I can really since Max Unger's left and went to the uh, the Saints. I, I think there that's been a problem for them for a long time. You look at the defense and how that's changed. Their their secondary has just been a shell of itself since Legion of Boom's been been you know went off in their own different directions. Mm-hmm. You know, so you look at the roster construction and then offense offensively, right? I mean, I know DK Metcalf, really good player, obviously, but not a route technician. Ty Lockett, extremely, very, very good player. Yes. But, you know, just overall from a weapons perspective, they're not really loaded. I don't think no one ever looks at the Seahawks and says they're loaded offensively. It's never been the case. I think Russell Wilson's game has changed. And I, I'm going off on a tangent a little bit, but his game has changed in the sense that he's not willing to – do all the, the dancing and the magic in the pocket and running around and putting his body in the line mm-hmm. to make the play. He's not hanging in there to do that anymore. It, it's actually, he's actually scrambling a lot less. I've noticed that in his game. I think it's just a thing with him. And I, I think it's because he's trying to get, I think for him, he got to a point where I'm sick and tired of not being protected by you guys. S- similar thing with Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray sounds spoiled because he's only been in the league for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's been doing, dealing with this forever. And he got, mm-hmm. you know, but it's getting hit sucks. Okay. And if you keep getting hit, like you're going to be really frustrated with your organization. So I think that has led to a lot of the issues there, but it's obviously it's the Denver Broncos. The Broncos have, a, have an improved offensive line. They had a, I think they, they had the best offensive line coach in football um, in Callahan last year, uh, their last a uh, couple years ago. Stat wise, stat wise too, though. When you look at the stats, Seattle was ranked 15th in pass protection. Mm. Denver was 16th. Yeah, so okay, they, so they, it's they close. It's close. Okay. It's Russell close. Wilson isn't they might make some changes. Obviously, we still ain't see free agency ain't happy yet in the draft. So they still make some yeah. make, they might make some changes to help that offensive line out, mm-hmm. which I hope they do. Because if not, I think Russell Wilson's going to the same situation with better weapons. Better weapons in a better run game. Javante Javante Williams same is a situation hell of a football with better, player. Same situation with better weapons. Yeah. If, if you not if you're exactly, if but he's not, not a pass blocker. He's not a pass blocker. He's, a, he's a receiver finesse guy. If he's yeah. going to that team and he's not getting blocked, Jerry Judy and all them guys are going to be. It's not going to matter. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to matter. And you're in a division now with a lot of pass rushers. The AFC West is crazy. Okay? I think. I think Seattle did well for themselves. 
they did. Ca- they kind of got a little fleece in this. They 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 fleeced the locker room, got a lot of it out of it. What you're gonna do when you're trading a player as great as a, a Hall of Famer? I, I completely agree. The thing is, I don't know if Russ had a say in it, and I I I say this in this regard. If I'm Russ though, right? I would have been trying to get me to New York Giants. Because going to this division to see Pat Mahomes twice a year, yeah, right, 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 right. to see Justin Herbert another t- two times a year, I don't get it. And Derek Carr two times a year, it's tough. Everybody's talking about, oh, they're a Super Bowl contender. I don't know. Not the AFC, the AFC is loaded. I don't even know if they. Yeah, you're right. They're not winning the AFC West. I don't think the AFC in general is loaded. You got the so Chiefs. What, Derek Carr just became the, the fourth best quarterback in that in that division. Yeah. You got the Chiefs. Where would you even rank Russ? That's the fun part in that conversation. Oh, we're going to talk about it. You got the Chiefs. You got. That is fun part. Yeah. <laughs> you got you got the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen in them. You got obviously the Ravens. I'm sure they're going to come back with Lamar Jackson. They're going to try to do better. And then you got the AFC reigning champs and the Bengals. The Chargers are on the come up. That's a lot that you got to wow. deal with to get out of that conference. And that's the conference, the division alone. That's probably might be considered now the best division in the NFL. And that's where you went. Mm-hmm. That's where you went yeah. to and compete against top tier. Two of these quarterbacks are considered in the top five quarterbacks <laughs> right now. And that's what you got to deal with it. You know what that says? That's Russ saying, I believe in myself. That's, that's cute. Saying, I got a lot of gear. It is cute. But that's cute. All right. That's, that's it's not even just that, yo. You also you gotta think about the defensive lineman you're going up against in this Crosby with the with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh what's his name? Uh, Bosa. Bosa yeah. with um Chargers. with the Chargers. Chargers. You know, you got Frank Clark, you got the uh you got the uh, I can't, I'm forgetting the, the really good defensive lineman that the Chiefs have. So they, they really I can't remember his Jones? name. Jones? Jones, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Chris yep. Jones also coming up the middle here too. He's a defensive lineman. No one cares about them. Yeah. But they he he have him too. You know, so it, it, it's going to be tough. Okay, they're going to have to upgrade the offensive line. This draft is a strong class, I think. But the Broncos also gave away their pick. I'm sure in that deal, mm-hmm. uh, their top pick. So. <laughs> And it wasn't a pick swap, so it's out of the first round. So good luck, good luck. It's gonna it's gonna be tough. I don't know how much cap space they have, um, and oh, I, and I know the rumor you said I'll be trying to get to the Giants and everything like that. I, I would have been trying to. Get I, the Giants. I understand that, that NFC East, NFC NFC East. You go, you go, you go to the if if Russ exactly if Russell Wilson went to the Giants with the team that they already have set in place, they're obviously going to run it back with Saquon for one more year. You still got Galladay there, and hopefully he'll be healthy. You got what's your other man that uh, was playing well wide receiver wise? Shep. You got Shep, not him, but Slayton. the Slayton, not him, but the young boy. Oh, Kadarius Tony talented. Kadarius Tony so talented. So you got weapons there. You're arguably you go to that division. You're top quarterback in that division. You're the best quarterback in the division. Russell Wilson's the best, in the he's better than Dak, and that's the only person you'd be talking about. So he's that's, the best. that's my point. Undeniably the best quarterback in the NFC East. That, on that, a, upon arrival. That's exactly my point. That, but again, I don't know if he had any say in where he went. But if I had a say in where I no went, trade. He, yeah, he had the no trade. He had a say. He he, he orchestrated. He this. signed the no trade clause. Now, now, now here's the thing I heard. The thing I heard that Washington Washington I almost said I almost said the Deadskins they offered up three first rounders for him. They had a historic deal on the table. A deal that it's hard to say no to. Seattle said we want to get you out of the conference, so you're going to work with us too. Like we'll trade you where you want to go. 
in the AFC. We don't want to see you. That's my point. So, so yeah, you're probably I don't think yeah. he fully had he yeah. had to sign a no trade, but yeah, I get I'm that. saying, hey, it's a good point. Look, I brought y'all Super Bowl. Y'all know Pete Carroll be pissing me off. <laughs> I didn't pull a James Harden. Mm-hmm. I did a good job. I was a good citizen. I, I didn't my, show y'all up. I broke my thumb for y'all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't show y'all up. Never did I ever, ever do anything outright in the public media. I've been good to y'all. Be good to me. Be good to me. Send me to the Giants. And realistically, what does it matter if y'all see me? Y'all about to suck anyway. <laughs> Send me to the Giants. When I see y'all, I'm going to bust y'all butt regardless because y'all about to suck. Yeah. You telling me Drew Locke y'all answer? Or y'all going to draft Corral something? Bruh, and y'all just release Bruce Wagner. Bruce, Bruce Wagner. So yeah, obviously, you're getting rid of everybody in there that's left from that Super Bowl run. You want yeah, this is like Pete it. Carroll's team now. Yeah. This is all about Pete Carroll. There's nobody else in there that will be somebody that'll be a voice of. I think that will go against Pete Carroll. So this Pete Carroll team, it's all about Pete Carroll. What Pete Carroll want to do? Pete Carroll's the leader. Send me to the Giants, because then I, what does it matter? And, and think about it. You don't think. Y'all prevent it for one year, but trust and believe, you know, NFL, the schedulers are going to put the Seahawks on the schedule next year for them to see them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see y'all regardless. It's good, it's good theater. I'm going to see y'all regardless, and I'm going to bust y'all butt, and I'm going to probably have to go to Seattle to go visit the 12th man. Y'all going to give me a tribute video, and I'm going to go throw four touchdowns and 300 yards on y'all. <laughs> what does it matter? No, it's a, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. I, I I think he had less say than we may all th- than than I certainly thought he would in this process, and That's it makes why. sense. Get him out. Of, getting him out of the conference does make sense from a Seattle perspective, even though you won't be good. I think they think that they can go after the Deshaun Watson, and to that I say. That's that's hogwash because you have to because uh, just like Russ, he has a no trade clause as well. Not only that, too. Deshaun is not. He also uh, he also might be suspended. By Deshaun, the way. yeah, he might be suspended. But Deshaun, even though he made off the field some stupid decisions, he's not stupid. He saw the last four or five years what y'all did with Russ Rising and how y'all treated him. Yeah, no big quarterback willingly, I think, is going to go back to Seattle. This no. is a rebuild. That is just that simple. This is a rebuild. Pete Carroll got what he want. Pete Carroll's there. He lasted all of it. Everybody else is out. That's what he wanted. Cool. Rebuild it. If y'all believe in this joke, let's really see if he could coach. Now that Russ is out, Bobby Wagner is out, there's no Marshawn Lynch, there's no Legion of Boom. Let's see how good of a coach you are now. You. This is what you wanted. This is what you wanted, Pete Carroll. You want to run the show. You want to be the voice. You want to be the face. Perfectly fine and dandy. Now let's see what you can do, my boy. All right. All right. And also, for the Seahawks, should bang my line because I'm trying to make a I'm trying to trade down, and you guys are the quarterback. And you know, I'm sure there'll be some guys up there you like Desmond Ritter. Maybe Malik Willis will fall. You know, make a call. I like to take uh, some picks up some of those picks you just acquired off your hands because I like to get my myself my quarterback of the future in a year or so. We'll see. In this division, rank these quarterbacks for me: Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. Patrick Mahomes. Yo, just as, as it stands right now, right? Because I know you, I know you be basing it off of potential. What do we? What are we basing it off? How? What am I basing off potential? No, 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 no. Because no, I'm, I'm just, I want to make sure we're on the same page for this. Mm-hmm. As it stands right now, based on quarterback, just rank about who's the best quarterback. I say Mahomes. I say Russell Wilson, Herbert, and Carr. Mm. He made a face. Yeah, I'm going Mahomes, Herbert, Wilson, Carr. 
that could go either way though. Based I, on, I, based Herbert on, is that Herbert yeah. is that dude. Yeah, I think is. I'm going with Chris though. Herbert ain't even made the playoffs yet. I, but I also cheated too. If we're if we're going on what it is right now, I'm I'm going off of Russell Wilson's career. That's how I'm looking at him. I understand. Well, I'm talking about right now. Right, right now. now. Right, right now. Right now. Herbert's a better player than, than Russell Wilson quarterback wise. I think. Now nah, it's some it's some Russell Wilson slander out there. I told y'all. See, people are talking talking down on his name because he don't listen to future. He he he's over. You know he he doesn't want people in, in, in the in the locker room listening to future because he's disrespecting his wife. He, and and also beyond that, the playoff wins just haven't been there. So you think about future every day. His stepson's name is future. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I'm going off of based on right now what we've seen. Okay. Yeah. What we've seen and going into this into this season. I'm I'm Herbert is on the rise. I'm choosing Russ. That's me personally. I'm choosing Russ. That's a respectable thing to do. I'm choosing Russ because when it comes down to it, it's respectable. I didn't mean I would do it. When it comes down to it, you feel me? When it comes down to it. No, at no fault of Herbert's, he ain't been in the playoffs yet. We have a proven commodity with Russ. Obviously, the playoff wins hasn't been there, but again, we can say the same with that we just said with Herbert. Not per se at any fault of his own. Yeah, he he did everything he could have given in the playoffs last year. They were supposed to be there. He Over converting the every con- converting every fourth down there was. That guy has down. it. Has it. He is special. He has a better arm than Wilson ever has had. He is physically gifted in a way that Russell is not. I, I am listen, listen. I you're not gonna hear me pick the <laughs> pick the white guy over the black guy that often, but I'm doing it right now. Herbert is that dude. Hey, you know we're gonna post this clip. Y'all let us know. Herbert, going with Herbert, Herbert over and... Wilson is my choice. I think the guy is is just the next, he's the next great quarterback. Period. He's more talented than a lot of these guys. We talk, we talking about being the GOAT and all that. That that is I gotta go with Russ. As, and that's as my... it stands right now. As it stands right now, you you I know you're thinking on potential, because because Herbert you're thinking about no, what I'm Herbert not. can get. No, I'm to. not. I'm talking about tape. Run the tape back from these last two years from Russ. Run the tape back from these last two years from Herbert. You can tell me who the better quarterback is. It's the tape. The tape speaks for itself. Are we talking about last two years? We talking about for, who to, for Russ? We talking about, for both of them. They, Herbert is a sophomore in the league now. About to go on his junior year campaign. The guy has been better. He's thrown balls in a row. He's had great, great decision making in the offense. They've taken a step forward as a franchise because of him. They have an extremely bright future. He and he's and he's the main reason why. He's the main do reason think, why. Do you think though arm strength, the accuracy? Oh my god! Do you god. think though some of the stats that has gone down for Russ is dealing with that offensive line now? Absolutely, I think it's a big part of it. And I told, and I told you he doesn't scramble as much, and a lot of the magic with him was always in scrambling. The offensive line was never really great while he was there. The only difference was he was an amazing magician with the scrambling. That the magic of Russell Wilson was always in the scrambling, yeah. but let's just remember that the fact that he's doing it less is the reason why people are talking down on his name right now because he still could throw that long ball. Oh, of course he can. He has it on the moon ball. He is an MVP caliber player. The fact that I'm saying that Herbert is better than him right now is no slight to him. Herbert is incredible. He's an incredible, incredible, incredible talent. So when I say that Herbert's better than him, it's not no disrespect to Russell Wilson. I, I you know, it, not that he. <laughs> I mean, the, the chances are slim to listen to this podcast, but if he did. I don't think he's taking it as a sign of disrespect, and maybe he should because you know these guys look for anything to get themselves going. So <laughs> he can use it for, he can use it as what's a soundtrack the, for his next workout tomorrow since it won't be future. What's <laughs> what's the ceiling for Denver, man? <laughs> ceiling is a ceiling is an AFC conference championship game. 
I think I think they I think if things go right, they could get there. I think they're that talented, and you know the floor is very low too. Things could bottom out fast. So it's you know it's just a, it's just an in between. I think but I think the AFC Conference Championship game is a fair expectation for that football team, considering the fact that you just added Russell Wilson. In fact, I don't think that this that they think Super Bowl. So I'm thinking too too small, but. I, I I know better than the bet against the Josh Allen's and the Mahomes and the guys like that. So. Ooh, perfect transition. You talking about betting? Calvin Ridley has been suspended for a year for betting on NFL games, being an NFL player. Uh, I believe it was what eleven hundred dollars. He he fifteen hundred dollars. He bet. Um. Uh, I I. Yeah, how you feel, bro? Just, you got it. Don't hold back for nobody. <laughs> in regards <laughs> to this situation, I think, obviously, and I know Greg's going to mention it, we see in every other facet of life, we see, like, business owners mm-hmm. doing stuff with stock market that's illegal, and they make money off of it, and it really goes unnoticed, unscathed. I completely agree with that. But Calvin... Calvin, Calvin, come on, man! Come on, man. <laughs> come, come on! Fifteen hundred dollars? You about to make? You were scheduled to make eleven million dollars. Why are we betting on the NFL? You could bet on the NBA games if you really want to bet. Why? Why? And, and and I get it. There's a whole nother perspective that we could look at this, and of course, especially on this show, we try to you know uplift our black brothers and sisters but we also have to do the good job of holding them accountable why you know fifteen hundred dollars you know how power 105 charlie and the god and them do the donkey of the day mm-hmm. get that man the donkey of the day well then you should be you should be giving donkeys plural because i don't think he's the only guy betting the, the one thing you should learn one thing that people should be thinking about from this situation that he is not the only guy in the nfl who bets on games i promise you the other guys just aren't aren't stupid caught. enough to get caught the way he got caught uh, and I think that there, this is happening. This is a thing. They're all betting on games with it. And, and betting has been allowed into the culture by the NFL, too. There's some culpability. And I know you can't bet as a player, but I'll, I'll go on my random minute. Go ahead. No, I just want to say in that regard, you're saying there's other players betting. Can we at least look at it in this regard of saying they shouldn't know? Oh, 100% they should not be doing because it. If, because it's a conflict of interest. Conflict of interest and also the amount. I don't know. We Because obviously they didn't get caught. But in this situation, if there are any other NFL players, you're making $11 million. What are you betting on? What was the payout on that? $1,500 would have probably gave you not no $11 million. What was the payout on that that you had to do that? I understand that $1,500 was across a few different bets, not just one. Exactly. So the payout would have been much smaller. Exactly. Those those payouts was nothing compared. It's like. His actual paycheck coming in. And that's why it goes to show you that this betting thing is a sickness, bro. It is. It's a real problem in American culture. Really the fact that people bet the way they do. This betting thing, and it starts with the, it's our, it starts with the lotto tickets, and it's and, and it's the sports. You're betting on everything. You're betting on what what color are the sh- are the shoes of LeBron he's gonna wear that color day. Gatorade gonna be at the Super That Bowl. is ridiculous. The betting in this in society yeah, is a serious issue. I don't bet, by the way. I tell you, I'm, I, I it's the first thing I tell people. I don't bet. I like to keep my money. <laughs> okay, I keep all money in. I like to I, that's all I like to say. Unless I'm you know, the nip. unless I'm buying Chick Fil A or something. 
then then it's then it's money out. That's an investment. That's an investment. People with a betting issue and, and the betting problem looking at Greg like now talking about scared money don't make no money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah, they probably they, <laughs> that's somebody commenting under that when we posted. Yeah, go ahead. It's fine. Listen, bro. I, I, I'll look. I'm with you. I'm Listen, bro. This betting thing is a problem in society. Mm-hmm. All right, but you know, I think a couple of things. I said this already. The NFL has made this a part of their culture. Okay, you've allowed sports in general. Sports, sports, yeah. NBA, you've made it. You've made this thing normal. Okay, I know it's supposed to be supposed to be for the fans and to increase your revenue, but you can't be foolish enough to think that you don't have players in your own four walls, in your own organizations, and your own organ, like just overall constituency not betting. It's ridiculous to think that that's not happening. This is a this precedent for this as well. Pete Rose did it, got bagged. It's happened. Baseball players have done it in the past. Got the, and you know, and so it's a thing, right? It's a thing across sports, and historically, it's happened. But also, I don't like this. I also look. It sends a bad message by the NFL. You can't suspend Calvin Ridley for a year for betting a, a couple parlays, and not and suspend Greg Hardy for four games, something ridiculous like that for throwing yes. for throwing his ex, his ex girlfriend on a pile of guns. It makes no sense it makes no sense at all it's stupid they do everything wrong the nfl does you know, everything wrong that's where i 100 percent agree with you and i know you're gonna go there already we know the nfl drops the ball every single chance they get on. to do the right thing to do even just win the media battle they always drop the ball and fail in that regard and it shows what you're saying Every commercial they do, every little slogan, every donation they do don't mean a darn thing oh, because it shows domestic violence, people getting involved with racial issues, everything along those lines is not as important as you bet it on the games. Right. A year suspension, and you mentioned greg hardy there's a numerous amount there's of so many examples you're where compromising you literally, our product you can literally <laughs> our money you can sometimes if the actual police the court system doesn't get involved and doesn't punish these players outside of the sport the nfl will turn a blind eye to it we see teams constantly and the Cowboys are notorious for it. If you have a criminal record, we will sign you. Hmm. I think something should be in place. That's fine. Hey, the court system found a person not guilty, this, that, and third, even though what they did was heinous, even though we see the video, even though we see these things, just like you got the Rooney rule. Oh, if you hire a black coach and they come up in your system, you get draft picks. If you sign the Greg Hardys of the world, you need to lose draft picks. Yeah. You yeah. need to lose draft picks. You yeah. want to sign the, the domestic violence people of the world. You want to sign the racist people of the world. You want to sign these people that are doing these things. You want to sign the cold Beasley of the world that is literally putting out information that is false information regarding the vaccinations and the actual stuff that's going on with COVID. Fine. You are your own entity. You just make your own decisions. Cool. We as the NFL, if we actually gave a darn, which we don't, if we actually gave a darn, cool. Go sign Greg Hardy. It's fine. We take your third, fourth, and fifth round draft pick. Facts. Steve penalties. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That show to me. That show. Forget the suspension because they y'all always end up reinstating them. Mm-hmm. Forget the suspension. 
we'll do the suspension. And if you, after the suspension, you still want to go sign this player because you think, oh, they, they, they serve their time. Four games, six games, eight games, a fine for some of these heinous crimes that they're committing. I'll tell you what, four games ain't nothing. Is nothing. It might have been eight games. It don't even matter. It don't matter because he got back in the league with no problem. And played that year. And played, and played that year. And got and got the bag. Well, that, that, you it know. needs to be some. But that's that's the thing. I'm well, talking. I'm talking from a, a space of we care. They don't care. Exactly. I'm this is about that. this is this this is a dichotomy of what is really going. And I probably used that wrong. Of what's really going on in America. If you can make us money, we gotta. <laughs> you did what? You you. <laughs> Manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter. They let you out though. All right, come on, come yeah. on. You're good at your job. Come, come on, yeah. come on. Yeah, I mean, and that to, that's your point to your bigger point there. I mean, look, you can't the you can't be holding athletes to a higher standard than you hold the you can't hold athletes to a higher standard than you hold politicians to. Just can't be a thing. Okay, this happens across the board. But politicians, politi- doctors, lawyers. Yeah, like when you're a politician and you have inside information on the stock market, and you can publicly trade stock, and you know exactly you have inside information. You know exactly when to pull out of this stock. When you you know exactly when it's going to drop. You know exactly. You know all the politicians knew when to, to put stock into Pfizer because they knew the vaccine was coming before it even got into mass production and things of that nature. And the clinical trial started. Just look. I'm not going 360 view. I just this. You know, we talk about everything here, though. You can't. Hold no topic off. Y'all see it on the shirt. Exactly. You can't hold athletes to a higher standard. You hold these uh, these governing officials to it. Doesn't make any sense at all. It's ridiculous. It's clearly a conflict of interest that they have inside information. Just like it's a conflict of interest if an NFL player is betting on games because they can control the outcome of games a lot of times because they're playing or they have buddy in the leagues. They have they have a buddy in the league. They might text a guy on the Colts and be like, "Yo, I got a parlay on this. Can you drop this foot? Can you, you know, like?" How do we know that's not happening? Okay, for the same reason that it's a problem in the NFL, it's the same reason it's a problem for a politician. You can't have governing officials. It's basically betting. It's the same thing, right? P- playing playing the stock market when they have the upper hand that no one else who plays the stock market has. It's not a fair game. Okay, it's ridiculous. So don't this whole thing. And it's, it's ridiculous that we hold our athletes to a higher standard than we do people who have higher seats of power in society. Makes no sense at all. It's it's a common theme. This just reminded me of that. It, it just okay. I know it hasn't to do with the NFL per se, but it's just a societal issue that we have, regardless. And also, it's pretty pretentious on the NFL's part because they're just a pretentious organization, all in all. Okay, they have rampant racism going on. Okay, they don't seem to care about anything with the more. They don't have. They don't, they don't operate with any kind of moral compass. Okay, at all. All right. Robert Kraft was in a sex ring. No one cared. Okay. Greg Hardy Stone girls on guns. No one cared. Okay. Uh, what, what, the kicker for the Giants a couple of years ago, I, can't, I think his last name was Brown. I can't remember what his, his whole name was because he was a kicker, so no one cares about him. But he was out here choking the heck out of his girl, writing suicide, writing crazy notes to her, writing crazy death threats to her, mm-hmm. kill, threatening to kill her. The NFL has had a problem forever, forever. This is not surprising news, but it's just very pretentious. The, the word I would use to describe this entire thing is pretentious. Don't act like it's the sanctity of the game is, is so important that every, nothing else matters. Okay, the only thing that matters is your dollars and your bottom line. All right, you don't want people to stop tuning in. Which and also fine, keep that same energy for Stephen Ross, owner of the Dolphins. About keep say. that same energy. I don't want fifteen hundred dollars in parlays mm. combined. Got him a year suspension. If my man wanted your Brian Flores to throw football games to get a first overall pick, 
that that directly threatens the sanctity of your football game. It directly threatens the sanctity of your product, the validity of your product. So you keep that same energy and get them the heck up out of the league. That's why now, if the precedent for a player is one year as an owner, you need to get them out there. And I, I, I really am going to be paying attention closely to this because Brian Flores has been going out doing his media tour, basically of still talking about it. But I ain't heard really much from that NFL office of them doing that side investigation of finding out what happened with with Stephen Ross. Keep the same energy, please, because that's an owner. So to me, and I think anybody else with any sense, which I've realized common sense ain't that common. One plus one don't always equal two. That's that's factual. You got a player... With a one year as an owner, that should be more serious. That honestly, you can't you can't own anymore in this league. Mm-hmm. You, you you can't as an owner. Because your brand is tainted now. Completely. You're willing to pay a coach to tank. So if you do it with this team, why won't you do it with that team? You know what I'm saying? Who's to say you ain't did it before? Right. Tina does. Tina's totally done it, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, don't act like the sanctity of the league is all important when a player bets, but when, you're, when your owners are involved in tanking and the whole thing and you got players saying, oh, we would never tank because we have too much pride and you have, and you have coaches saying, you know, you know how people work hard in this building and the support staff. Okay, cool. Then the owner should be penalized for that because you can't bet on a, you can't bet on a sport where you know guys are throwing games. It doesn't make any sense. It, it's, it's just, that's not the way it works. Okay. There's no equality in it at all. There's no fairness in it at all. So the idea that this guy gets a pass while, you know, Calvin really got the hammer makes no sense. And it, it, it may very well end up working out that way. We, mm-hmm. We're not, we're not foolish. That's how the NFL operates, but it's still a, a point worth making. It that's probably, that's, that's it. It probably happens a lot more than, than we know because For sure. when it happened with Brian Flores, right? When he came out and shared his story, Hugh Jackson also came out and said that same thing was going on when he was with head coach of the Browns in yeah. 2016 for, for those three years or whatever the case was. It happens all the time. The Browns definitely doing it. You okay? saw it in, you saw It's it. hard to be that bad. Yeah. Okay, you have to work hard to be as bad as the Browns right. were. Okay? We'll, we'll close it out. You even see it in the NBA. The process? Oh, my God. It was a direct – it was a direct insult to all of the fans who watch basketball and all of those Philadelphia, those, hey, Philadelphia fans have no self-respect, remember, by the way. If I you remember have no self-respect. FanDuel been around when that was going on, For right? sure. People were betting on games. Uh, and they were, and even if you, even if FanDuel wasn't around, people were using bookies to bet yeah. illegally. So yeah. you were still being screwed either way because, yeah. what were, like, what do you mean? Like, the Philly, Philly was directly insulting the process uh, and, and insulting the sanctity of this game, of the game, right? Every time you you go to the Y, you go play basketball, you go you go play softball, you go out there trying to win. You don't try to go out there and throw games. Who wants to lose? Who wants to lose anything? No one wants to lose anything. People don't want to lose arguments. Okay, people, you break over, you break up over who slept on the wrong side of the bed half the time. You don't want to lose anything in life. So the idea that you can throw a game where there's millions and millions of dollars on the line doesn't make any sense. And this has been happening across sports forever. It's just, just a thing. Forever? And some of y'all teams just suck and don't try to Forever? throw a game. Y'all just Forever, ever? Forever, ever? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Bench mob, we out. Peace. Peace.